Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, September 30th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Several parts of the region have been dealing with devastating flooding for years. That includes the West Alton area, where the Audubon Center at Riverlands was hard hit in 2019. The flood really brought in, you know, invasive species, ragweed, trumpet creeper, poison ivy, all these unwanted plants. We will hear how an area bird sanctuary is adapting to climate change in just a few minutes. That story is part of St. Louis Public Radio and NPR's Next Generation Radio Project. A state income tax cut is headed to Missouri Governor Mike Parson. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on the action during the legislature's special session. The measure would reduce the state's top income tax rate to just less than 5 percent and sets up provisions for it to go lower if economic conditions are met. Republican Representative Bill Kidd from Jackson County voted for the measure, but says legislators need to reduce taxes that affect poorer residents, namely property and personal property taxes. If you're a low-bracket income earner or you're a fixed-income earner, this tax cut's not going to really do much for you at all. That's the truth. The House rejected an attempt to reduce corporate tax levels and an amendment that would have reduced sales taxes on personal hygiene products. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri and five other states are challenging President Joe Biden's student debt cancellation program. Attorney General Eric Schmidt has filed a lawsuit in federal court. It alleges the plan is unconstitutional and says the administration does not have the power to implement it. Schmidt is a candidate for U.S. Senate. He says the plan unfairly burdens the working class. The Biden administration estimates more than 775,000 Missouri residents are eligible under the program. People can start applying next month to have their student debt forgiven. St. Louis leaders are celebrating a new mixed-income housing development next to the future NGA West Campus. Developers received grants and low-income housing credits for the multi-million dollar Preservation Square project. Mayor Tashara Jones says the redevelopment is good for the city. And while downtown is important, we have to make sure that the neighborhoods around downtown are thriving. Uh, and that would, that's what's going lift to lift up the city as a whole. Preservation Square includes nearly 700 market rate and affordable housing options. The Missouri Supreme Court has set a January execution date for a man convicted of raping and killing an ex-girlfriend outside her St. Louis County workplace. Beverly Gunther was killed in 2003. Scott McLaughlin's execution is slated for January 3rd at the state prison in Bonterre. That's six weeks after another convicted killer is scheduled to die for the killing of Kirkwood Police Sergeant Bill McEntee in 2005. Lawyers are still seeking clemency for Kevin Johnson. A bronze statue of President Harry S. Truman now stands in the middle of the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. The seven-foot likeness of the Missouri native is the 10th statue of a president in the rotunda. Truman's grandson, Clifton Truman Daniels, says his grandfather shied away from honors and was not a big fan of statues. But were he with us today, he would be honored and humbled. He loved the United States of America. He loved the work of government. He loved this very building. The Truman Library Institute raised more than $400,000 for the statue of the 33rd president.
The constant threat of more flooding in the St. Louis region is endangering the habitat at a local bird sanctuary. Emily Connor is the education manager at the Audubon Center at Riverlands. She tells NPR Next Generation Radio's Zach Stafford that changes in the weather are impacting the sanctuary's environment, especially after the area was inundated with high water a few years ago. During the 2019 flood, all of the thousands of acres of farmland surrounding West Alton was completely underwater. The road that I typically drive my Prius on to get to work was no longer visible. It almost reminded me of an ocean. I love the ocean, but I know it shouldn't be here in St. Louis. My name's Emily Connor, and I am originally from Oklahoma, but grew up here in St. Louis. And I am the education manager at the Audubon Center at Riverlands. Growing up, my uncle Gary, he would always teach me how to fish and hook, you know, bait on a fish and and show me when you flip over the rocks, we see macro invertebrates there and we can mimic how to catch fish based off of the insects that we're finding in that ecosystem. So we are located on the Riverlands Migratory Bird Sanctuary, which is in West Alton, Missouri, right along the Mississippi River. And this sanctuary is about 3,700 acres and includes a diverse range of habitat. We find lots of wildlife that seek refuge here on the sanctuary. A flyway is a corridor that birds use to migrate. I like to relate it to humans that go on road trips. You know, we get on the highway, we drive, and when we get tired, we stop for gas or we get a snack along the way. And I see Riverlands as that exactly. We happen to be at the center of the most significant flyway in our country. So about 60% of songbirds and 40% of waterfowl will migrate along our corridors here In 2019, we had a major flood along the Mississippi River. All of the thousands of acres of farmland surrounding West Alton was completely underwater. This rendered our visitor center inaccessible for months on months. The flood really brought in, you know, invasive species, ragweed, trumpet creeper, poison ivy, all these unwanted plants. So when we returned to the sanctuary, We had a homeschool group out here doing a forested hike on Ellis Island. During the flood, it was almost completely covered in water. And some of the differences that we saw, the trails were almost inundated with poison ivy. And a lot of our older trees were dying because they weren't getting oxygen down to those roots. It's really powerful to have that conversation of the hazards that non-native or invasive plants have. And that gives us the opportunity to bring in the idea that climate change has impacted our ecosystems and can be a reason why we're seeing invasive species. It could be a reason why we're starting to see more hundred-year floods popping up. I think we need to have more people connected to nature and understanding that we have a hand in this in order to make any changes. 
because that's where we can make the difference is kind of empowering our next generation in an intentional way, socially and emotionally. Climate change is right on our heels. And if we do not make drastic changes now, we are going to see this affecting our lives and our next generation's lives to come. That was Emily Connor speaking with NPR Next Generation Radio's Zach Stafford. Zach was among six young reporters involved in an intensive radio boot camp this month at St. Louis Public Radio as part of NPR's Next Generation Radio project. Before wrapping up, St. Louis's MLS team starts play next year, but its development team is going for a championship this weekend. City 2 will face Tacoma Sunday for the chance to play in the MLS Next Pro title match. Head coach John Hackworth says strong backing from fans during this initial season has been vital to the team's success, especially after a loss. They still supported us. They still sang crazy after the end of the game. They're still asking for high fives. You know, it's a different kind of of fan here because I think they appreciate when we go out and we try to play by our principles. And if we're not successful, they're still going to get crazy. Sunday's game will be on the Southern Illinois University Edwardsville campus because of construction-related problems at the new stadium in downtown West. Hackworth admits not playing in the big league venue is tough to take. But like everything that's been thrown us at this year, we just deal with it. I think that's been a remarkable part of this group. We've trained on more soccer fields in the St. Louis area and driven more miles to get to these fields collectively as a group. I can't even explain it. Hackworth says getting systems in place for next year when top-level City SC starts playing in MLS has been a key goal this season, along with fielding a winning team. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.